Terry and the Pirates. After a furious battle in the log cabin, Jude Hennick captured Kennington Hook, the young chemist who was Dr. Moy Ben's assistant at the Chinese gas laboratory near Minchow. It was a surprise to Burma and April King to learn that the handsome Mr. Hook was a clever and smooth crook, and in some way connected with the dragon lady's outfit. Yesterday, by accident, April Kane and Connie, the Chinese boy, came across a tiny cabin. Inside, they found an old man, half unconscious on a bunk. It turned out to be the famous Dr. Ben himself. How he got there and what really happened to him, even Nimaru, the hermit, was unable to tell. We're going to join Pat Ryan, Dude, and Terry in today's transcribed adventure, so stand by. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. You know, it's getting mighty close to Christmas, isn't it, boys and girls? I expect your house is full of good things to eat, good things your mother is making, and good things she can buy at the store. Well, one of the very swellest tasting things you can buy is Libby's Hawaiian Pineapple Juice. And I sure hope you're getting to enjoy it often during these holidays. There just never was a more downright delicious drink than this pineapple juice of Libby's. You see, Libby's is the natural juice. It's pressed from pineapples that actually ripen on the plants. And believe me, that makes a difference. Maybe you've tasted a peach that ripened on the tree. If so, you know how wonderfully good it was. How much better than one that was picked before it was entirely ripe. Well, it's the same way with pineapple. Plant ripening makes all the difference. And that's why Libby's pineapple juice is so wonderfully good. Now, take it from me. Once you've tasted Libby's Hawaiian pineapple juice, you'll want to have it often. And another thing that's plenty important. Libby's pineapple juice gives you two of the vitamins you need. Vitamin C and vitamin B1. So, remember that name, boys and girls. L-I-B-B-Y-S. Libby's pineapple juice. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Well, while April and Connie were making ready to leave the hermit's shack to return to the big log cabin with the news they discovered, Dr. Moy Ben, suppose we go on ahead. We find Pat and Dude and Terry talking to their prisoner, Kennington Hook. You may as well come all the way with your story, Hook. I tell you, I have nothing more to say. We got enough on you now to put you away for a long time. Yeah, and I understand the Chinese army has a way of taking care of spies. You understand? Why don't I make a clean breast of things, Mr. Hook? Maybe it'll help. Maybe you won't get the limit. You three are wasting your time trying to get any more information out of me. Yeah, you forget. We have a complete confession from Saki, and he's in the hands of the Minshaw police right now. He's one of the Dragon Lady's men. He said so. He said you ordered him to slug me. Boy, and he did. But we got the gas formula papers back anyway. Have you really? A little matter of locking us in the gas chamber. Trying to do away with us with poison gas. That's going to the record, too. So you'd better tell us about Dr. Moy Ben. Why did you get rid of him? Yeah, why did you? Oh, come now. Don't be so brainy. Come on. You talk as if I'd killed the old fellow. And you're wrong, you know. You're responsible for his disappearance. You can't deny that. The doctor was in my way. When I learned that you, Mr. Hennick, were bringing the new gas formulae from General Chang... Well, I just had to have them for myself. For the dragon lady, you mean? No, you didn't want them for yourself. Bless, Bess, whether he wanted them for himself or for the dragon lady, why didn't he steal them from the doctor? My dear Hennick, 
You may be a good pilot, but you're a very stupid detective. Not so stupid that I couldn't take your measure, buddy. Perhaps. But as to my reasons for stealing the papers from Terry, well, that would put Mr. Hennick here in a bad light with General Chang. That was item number one. At the same time, I would have the formula and no one would suspect me. Simple, eh? Yes, but why did the doctor disappear? He was in the way. What did you do with the old fellow? Nothing. Nothing at all. Well, then you hired Saki or somebody else to do something. The old man simply got lost in the mountains. In the snow. It's quite easy. Try it sometime. But you know where he is. Haven't the slightest idea, Terry. <laughs> oh, by the way, Ryan, I trust you've consoled Burma. Look, mister. <laughs> really too bad I had to treat her as a... Leave the ladies out of this, Hook. Suit yourself. And now, gentlemen, this whole third-degree idea annoys me greatly. Shall we call a halt? Sure, sure. Anything to please a crook. But I'll sweat the information out of you one way or another. Before we're through with you, here at General Chang's headquarters, you'll tell us who you're working for. Who's that? Hello, everybody. Oh, dear. Is that man still here? Hello, Mr. Hook. I think you ought to be horsewhipped or something. Well, where have you been, April? Where about... Oh, yes. Excuse me, Terry, but will you come out in the other room a minute? I've got some surprising news for you. Yes, of course, April. Well, let's have it. Is it something about Christmas? Well, in a way it is. I mean, it's nice and happy, sort of. Well? Well, I think Connie and me have found Dr. Moy Ben. Found Dr. Are you sure? Oh, I guess so. His black overcoat and brown cap and just one black and white woolen glove was there. Well, say, this is wonderful. Where is he? Oh, not far from here. Is he alive? I don't know. He didn't say. Me and Connie found him in that crazy fellow's shack. Nimero, yeah. Yes, and he was unconscious. Who, Nimero? No, Dr. Moy Ben. Uh, wait here, April. I'll get Pat and we'll tell him, too. Pat, come here, quick. You'd never guess what April has to tell you. Sure, Terry. Hey, dude. Keep an eye on Hook. I'll see what's up. Right. What's up, Terry? April says that she and Connie have found Dr. Moy Ben. What's that? What's this about Dr. Moy Ben, April? Well, you see, Mr. Ryan, Connie and me were out skiing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Go on. And we got lost. We were worried, too. When all of a sudden, we found this old cabin. It was an awful-looking place. We were afraid to go in at yes, first. Yes, but what about Dr. Moy Ben? Oh, I'm just coming to that. Well, Connie and I went in, and we heard groaning sounds. And just then, that old man that you told us about, Mr. Nimero, you called him. Nimero, eh? Yes, he came in. But he was awful nice. He told Connie and me that he found Dr. Moy Ben way out in the mountain. Well, how do you know it was Dr. Moy Ben? His overcoat was hanging on the wall, and in one of the pockets, there was a black and white woolen glove and a brown cap. I remember his description. So you see, Mr. Ryan, I'm pretty sure it's the old doctor, all right. Yeah, it seems that way. And from what April says, I don't think Mr. Nimru, even if he is crazy, I don't think he had anything to do with it either. Now, look, we're going back to that cabin right away. If it is Moy Ben, I'm almost sure it is, I'll arrange to bring him back to this place. Doggone, this is good news, Pat. Yes, looks like everything is turning out all right. And just before Christmas, Well, too. I don't know, Kitty. The doctor's a pretty old man. Hope he'd be strong enough to recover and tell us what happened. Yeah, this is good news. Maybe he'll get well real quick, and then he can have Christmas dinner with us. We're going to have a turkey and things, aren't we? Well, I don't know, April. I haven't seen any wild turkeys flying around loose, and no cranberry bogs, and, well, we'll get pumpkins, and... Oh, dear. Why don't the Chinese people have Christmas, too? Oh, uh, well, we will have a Christmas tree. And maybe tomorrow night we can trim it. Oh, 
Oh, Harry, can we? Well, that's just... That's wonderful, but it can wait. Right now, let's get started back in the middle of the And then our friends heard a distant explosion. They rushed to the window and looked across to the mountainside. At first, they couldn't make out what it was. Dude, I heard that explosion, but... What... Yeah, that explosion. I swear it came from up there on the hill beyond the town. Must have been the laboratory. The gas laboratory? You can see part of the laboratory from here. Here's this window. Come over here, Hook. Come over and take a look. You know, I'm rather uncomfortable with my arms bound behind my back. Like Never this. mind that. Tell us if you notice anything different about the place up there. Hmm? Well, it's difficult to see clearly from here, but I should say one of the poison gas tanks had exploded. Oh, dear. What does that mean? Don't bother your pretty head, my dear. If you stay here, you'll be quite safe. But the poison gas, what will we call it? Nothing. Something serious, I suppose. The air is damp and humid. There's no wind. The gas is apt to settle down to the ground. We have binoculars so we can get a closer. Hey, take a good look, Hook. You see a tank exploded? I see it might have. Might have even toppled over. Well, keep looking up there. Notice anything different? Yes. Yes, there's been an explosion up there, gentlemen. What kind of gas do you know? It should be very interesting. It's the big tank that contained a vast supply of moiben gas. What? Yes, with damp air, no wind. Well, the gas will settle and spread all over Minshaw. That means that... Yes, it means that moiban gas will destroy everything made of steel. Pat, we've got to warn the people down there in town. <laughs> You're too late for that, Terry. Much too late. Oh, no, it isn't. Well, Terry's right. If there's any danger, we ought to pull a Paul Revere, but quick. Dude, you stay here and keep an eye on Hook. Right. Come along, Terry. We'll get into Minshaw on the double foot. That's the gas that... Turn steel to ashes. Makes it crumble like sand. I saw it, Pat. My own eyes. Yeah, yeah. The, the laboratory, yeah. Good was telling me. Of course, moiben gas won't, won't kill people or spoil food. Well, even so, you, you think all the steel things around it. But there's nothing there's nothing we can do about it now. Well, we know what the gas can do. Perhaps in some way we can get some steel things out of the way. A lot of army equipment in Ming Chao. But what about Dr. Moy Ben? We're going back to to try to bring him back from that mountain shack. Maybe Connie and Bremer can do that. We have a moment to lose. That Moy Ben gas is probably down in town right now. Come on. Take it easy, Pat. I can't go much faster. Tell we're going downhill, but it's still slippery along here. There's some kind of kind of excitement, Terry. Look. Look off there. You can see the main street from here. There's more people along that street than I've ever seen before. Yeah, lucky for the Chinese. They don't use a lot of things made of steel. I wonder if the gas has already drifted down. Yeah, yeah. look. I'd say it was down in town, all right. I'd be a panic. A riot or something. People think an evil spirit or the invader has done something yeah, to them. Yeah, they don't know anything about the gas. They won't know what to do or think. Well, there isn't anything they can do, Pat. Say, hold on a second. What are you up to, Terry? This gun. The one you have. Have you got a knife in your pocket? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what you mean. Smart thinking, son. Well, we'll, we'll bury these steel things by the street. Think you can remember it? Right. No need for our things to be turned to ashes. Yeah, that'll do. Beside this rock. We can dig with this knife. 
Let's hurry. I'll help you. Think that's... Think that's deep enough? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Put my gun in. Uh, here's my knife. All right. Let's cover it up. Yeah, that ought to do it. Hope the people down there in Ming Chow know enough to do the same thing. Keep the gas away from everything made of steel. Listen. There's a fire siren. Guess the gas hasn't reached there yet. What caused the fire? I mean, why could the gas... Th- could eat away some connections. Look, look. Look, there's flames down at the far end of the army post. You just think what would happen if this moribund gas would be spread over a city like Chicago or, or Kansas City or New York or over any big town. It's bad enough right here. Say, I can begin to smell the stuff now. Come on, Terry. We can't do much. We can do the best we can to get help. Although moribund gas doesn't kill, every listener will realize how poison gas can paralyze and destroy the things we have worked so hard to build and hold. Think how terrible Moy Ben gas would be in the hands of our enemies, or if the dragon lady should use it. In just a moment, I'll tell you something about tomorrow's thriller. Listen, kids, wouldn't you like to help Mother right now when she's so busy with holiday excitement? I know you would, especially when helping her means a real treat for you. So here's what you do. Ask your mother to get some Libby's pineapple juice and Libby's tomato juice and serve them for breakfast all through the holidays. Believe me, that'll make a hit with everyone and no work for mother. With Libby's juices, all she has to do is chill and pour. And both those juices are so keen tasting, your whole family will be delighted. So ask her now to get Libby's pineapple juice and Libby's tomato juice. Well, of all days in this big holiday week, tomorrow's Terry and the Pirates transcribed adventure will be the most amazing, the most fantastic you have ever heard. For you'll be in the town of Min Chow and see how and learn all the strange things more Ben Gas works and how it does its destruction. Here's a thrill you won't soon forget. <laughs> 